Hey, Jess. How's it going? Oh, man. Uh, tough question, considering the subject matter we're about to talk about, but um, yep. I guess... We've uh, had our we've had our uh, little personal discussion, bruja, you know, our little, uh, you know, our, our, our little uh, personal talk before. We'll just get mm-hmm. into it and why not delve right into the, the, the painful yeah. topic that... Yeah, there's no real. I mean, it's like we could talk it out, but it's like there's no real like prepping for something like this. So what's the what's even the point? Um, yeah. Anyway, it's been a minute since I've been on the pod. It's been a couple of months. Happy to be back. Welcome back. Wish, uh, yeah, wish wish we weren't we weren't jumping in, you know, fully at the deep end. But you know, here we are. What do you do? You know what? It's um, it's just time to confront reality. Do you know what I mean? Like it really is. these things are horrible, and there's the the images are shot. Well, of course, we're talking about the um, the mass shooting in Allen, Texas. But we we could might as well be talking about any of the uh, of of the horrible, yeah, unspeakable, um, you know, events of carnage and and mass murder. Because this happened. is this is have re- happening like every day. Yeah. Um. Like the definitions for what counts as as a mass shooting keeps getting altered. Uh, higher and higher just because of the the frequency of these events um so the entire like vocabulary the the language that we use around this is is like is desensitizing us um and although that's the one that kind of triggered this discussion um it wasn't even the only one this weekend uh much less this week yeah, right. there was that bus, the or the truck, the the guy that like drove his Range Rover um, plowed through a bunch of Texas. yeah. There's, yeah, there's video of that. That video is pretty horrifying too. You know, like you see people with their legs split open and just uh, you know on the ground, just writhing in agony and just dead bodies. Uh, you know, just horrible. Um, in any event, uh, yeah, I mean, Jess, I got to say, I, I. I'm I'm starting to uh really feel you know the 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 effects of this you know like uh, I I believe that that the that all of these events are way or they have they they take a toll on people mm-hmm. you know like you say desensitized and I agree that people are desensitized but I don't know if that means that we are not actually we're we're still imbibing this, like it is still affecting. Oh, I us. think it's causing a lot of like psych- psychological damage. I think the strain is trying to put on a quote normal front. Uh, I mean, I don't, I, I don't think the two of us here, we're not, we're not here pretending to have some deep analysis or insight, or much less like a solution. I think we're we're two ordinary people just trying to be honest about how we're living life through these moments. Uh, at least fair. that's what I'm. That's what I'm here to Same. to talk about i don't think i know anything about anything else other than that but there's just there's a feeling of deep un, um uh unreality um which is not the right word but i'm i'm struggling to come up with with a better i better concept for what i'm talking about it's um just the sheer like information o- overload and the 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 frequency of the information pings in my brain are, are getting to a certain, like, I feel like it's, it's, um, it's straining me uh, quite a bit, like, like hearing news about 
a mass shooting, uh, here, you know, seeing people distraught thoughts and prayers. And then I see like an ad for an antidepressant or like a, a weed, a new weed startup or, or something where someone is selling shoes. Like all of this is information that's presented in exactly the same, like cadence in, in a person's, in a person's online life. Um, there's a surreality online life. I mean, I think this is even, this is just regular out in the world life. I mean, this is like, this is like network TV. There's a, I mean, if you don't watch it often and you just kind of tune in, which, which I basically do when I'm at like the dentist or something, right? Or an airport or something. Uh, I think you mentioned this, this too, right? Like you, it's really impossible to know what these people are actually even talking about, just the news segments. And then the weird part for me is that it's hard for me to tell a, when it's a, the news segment versus an ad or like it's a special segment, I really can't tell most of the time unless it's like a, like a car ad or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or it's, and then it, it just slides into like some, some pharmaceutical ad, something for like men, mental health, uh, some new mental health app or something. Um, it's just overload. And I think it, it's, it is wearing, it is wearing me down um, mentally. I don't know. Everyone down. Would you would you agree that okay? I, I have to say, like, I don't know how to handle it. Like, like seriously, like, like seeing a thing about a mass shooting, and the next is like an ad for shoes, and then like, and then like it'll it'll still like spark the it'll still spark some like instinct in me, like oh, those are nice shoes. Um, like right after I read about like a literal like n- national tragedy or something, it's it's it feels insane. It feels like I'm watching myself go insane. <laughs> Isn't that the, the the way that people describe like PTSD? You know, like I wonder if at some you know we're 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 suffering like a like a communal form of like very low grade PTSD where you, yeah, you just have that. these like realities that don't mesh. Like there, I think we live in the world of the of the television and the advertisements and all that stuff. Like that's our symbolic. That's the symbolic order that we live within. Mm-hmm. And then you see these events like uh, an entire family with the you know their faces blown off and the father with his jaw missing and his child's head and brain matter splattered all over the sidewalk. And I'm just looking at this picture. And this isn't, you know, that day that I saw that the same day there was a video by, you know, coming out of the, uh, the, the Wagner group, you know, that Russian mercenary group mm-hmm. that's fighting in, uh, in Ukraine. And, the, and Prigozhin, the head of that group, had sent a very fa- like infamous video now um, where he was, he was saying to the cameraman, show them all the corpses of today. He's like, the blood is still warm. And in the dead of night, there is a field of dozens of dead soldiers just out on on a moonlit field in Ukraine, and you know they're they're just they're some of them are just you know co- covered in blood and you know who knows how they got killed, and then you know this is like it's like looking at a dispatch from hell, mm-hmm. you know a, a field in Ukraine, you know uh, Bakhmut where they're having these door to door fights and stuff, and then that same day I see there was like this one corpse I noticed that was like sort of in the front closer to the camera. And it was in a very similar position to this guy, uh, Kayucho, which is, who's the the father of, uh, there was a family that, uh, an Asian family, mm-hmm. um, that from, from Texas that was three out of the four were, were obliterated. I mean, literally obliterated. 
the fourth child was shot but survived. God, I mean, that's been ruining so me all day. I, I, uh, I, I held off on reading, like, like learning more about it, um, for a, like a day or so. Um, but just hearing that, like, I, I don't, I don't know how to handle it. I swear, I, I just don't. There's no way to handle it. It's um, beyond so comprehension. It's, it's a, it's a family. Um, so it's it, uh, Q Cho. 37 his wife cindy who's 35 and they were it, it's they a just, lovely family i have to say and they, I mean, they the were picture just, of them is just lovely i mean it's, yeah it's heartbreaking i mean they were just they had gone to the mall on a saturday just as a it they just went to the mall like for fuck's sake that's that's that was they just wanted to have a saturday as at the mall and this is how this is how that ends up and i'm just and i don't know how to handle thinking of that poor boy who's um is he out of the hospital i don't or know is he still in um i don't know like you i've i've been, i've not really i don't really like to dig into the details around this too much because because yeah like i, what I, I don't do? know how, <laughs> <laughs> you know except go crazy all by yeah. myself here um and that this poor this poor kid has no family he's an orphan and he lost his brother um and that's just that's just how it is now um there's another there's another woman in the hospital who's fighting for her life apparently um and her two daughters died that day so um 10 and 8 uh, 10 and 8 like, they're just the turning into you? their own personality you know, they just become their own people at that point and this 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 just mom obliterated. is and this mom is is in critical condition so um at, Think about what she has to look forward to. If she survives. Uh, Is to now. Now you're you're fighting for your life. You mate. You eke out survival, and then now you've got to process the fact that your two children are dead. And, the, and what did you do? You just went to the mall that day, right? That's it. And um, you know, I'm like looking at this photo of these uh, people, and they got shot. So I think they try to, you know, they're like on the sidewalk, you know, right near, right outside of um, the mall. And there's like sort of like a planter, you know, like a planter where you can like sit around the edge of it. Mm -hmm. And they had, I think, tried to run away from the shooter who was in the parking lot. And they tried to run behind the planter, but they all got, you know, they didn't make it. And they're just all of them, like these five or six people are lying in a pool of blood right under an H&M sign in broad daylight. And then there's another video. Where these guys are at, these people are at Fat Burger, just having lunch, eating Fat Burger. And this guy, I remember <laughs> this like kind of like fat dude in jean shorts, you know, just like a just like a Texas guy holding a little dainty bag from K. He went to K that day to buy his wife a little piece of jewelry. And he kind of saunters over to the window, which it's a glass wall, to, you know, floor to ceiling window. And right outside is the shooter, is the killer, and he's dressed in attack. He's got a tactical vest, and his brains are his brains are blown out, and he's lying, you know, uh, prostrate on the ground, and just a shiny pool of blood, just you know, all over the everywhere. And these guys are in fat burger, just going like, uh, huh? And these are images that are just like, you know. It's like, uh, did you ever see um, Mulholland Drive? Yes. You know when that guy, the famous scene where 
Mm-hmm. I know exactly what he you're talking about. He and his psychologist yeah. go to the back of Winkies and uh-huh. from behind that dumpster is comes that man. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what that looks like to me. It's like, it felt that way. I felt that again. The, it's the, a distinct the, break of of known reality. Yeah, something horrifying from another dimension breaks into this world mm-hmm. of fat burgers and K jewelers and H&M. Mm-hmm. You know, the this sort of like that's the unreality, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Is is that life? And the real world is, you know, this carnage that we see. Mm-hmm. But we're sheltered. We're we're just I feel like the two are made to be incompatible. And I realized today, just like the reason nothing happens is because nothing happens. You know, I bet you H&M is open today, <laughs> you know, or well, they'll be open tomorrow after they clean up all the blood, which I know how they do. They, they just pour some sawdust on it and they yeah. power wash it. Um, I've seen them do it, you know. Um, you've you've got to get rid of the blood stains because that you know people are not happy about that. But they're going to get rid of the blood stains. You know, I got a, I got a very clear sense of that. Um, mm-hmm. Actually, this was a, I think this might have been uh, a day then that you and I had talked on uh, that you and I had talked on the phone. Actually, yeah, uh, I remember like I was going around and running some errands, um, and it struck me as very struck me in a very weird way. Uh, one of the one of the places I stopped at was an ATM. Oh no, this might have been this might have been a different day, but regardless, I was just out running my errands, and one of the one of the one of the stops I made was at an ATM, and the ATM was a Bank of America, uh, right next to the ballroom studio that where where the mass shooting in Monterey Park happened. I live right. very close to there. Mm-hmm. Um, it actually took me a minute to to really absorb that moment. Like, you go there now. Um, the The ballroom has, is is closed, and they just took the sign down. Um, but you can still see the shadow of the lettering against the wall. Um, not like light. You wouldn't know that anything had happened. There is nothing to mark the spot. There is no sense of. Uh, that uh, anything of significance had ever happened there. It just looks like a business that closed. Life is just going on. Nothing, nothing has changed. Like the restaurants around it are are busy. Not that I'm expecting them to all be shuttered or anything. It's just, um, it did strike me. It did make me feel very, very strange that um, that this is this this happened. This yeah, we horrible could just carry thing happened, on. Yeah. and that that just yeah. life carries on. Um, it's unreasonable to expect that the world stops. Of course, it's just the ease with which it just it just pushed on uh, is is unnerving to me. Uh, yeah, and you're you know like you know we're we're always wondering like why nothing gets done, and I'm like, well, why would we do anything? Th- these are completely inconsequential events at the level of you know economic life. You know, like when it comes to like social and political and economic processes these things are meaningless yeah this isn't bundled into the equation here like the day after that uh that that shooting here in monterey park i will bet that the city that the uh chamber of commerce the business associations were pushing to actually like pull down um to to pull down uh memorials or whatever to get business back up 
I know I certainly, I did not go into that area for like two months afterwards. But the time I went to the ATM was the first time in months, just because I had to, I had like, I, it was just the most convenient one on my way to somewhere else. But I think about that, that, that famous picture where these, have you, you've seen it. I think that it's, it's a picture of these uh, guys putting on a golf like a golf course green, oh. you know, they're on the green with Mount and Saint in the back, Helen the blowing. entire the entire mountain is on fire. Yeah, yeah, and they're yeah, just yeah. playing golf, and yeah, what they they paid for the they paid for their day, you know. Yeah. <laughs> can't get a I refund. Mean, what, what, are they not, what are they going to do? Not putt? Yeah, <laughs> you know, like what, what? What do you think they're going to do? You know, like and yeah, I mean, look if 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 these events are having no discernible impact on society and its functioning at all sure we're gonna say things we're gonna say like i don't know how to deal with this this is awful this must stop not one more life how can we okay okay fine fine but what are we doing as a people the same thing every time which is exactly what we were doing yesterday Mm -hmm. no difference uh the, the 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 uh the march of our just daily routine carries on unabated which is why when there's a banking crisis when the when the when the <laughs> uh assets are you know are less than the liabilities of some you know regional bank we'll get 10,000 times more you know uh state re- response mm-hmm. social response to that because that you know, did you you know remember when Silicon Valley Bank was going down? People were like, "How am I going to make payroll? How am yeah. I going to pay my workers? How am I going to you know we're we're fucked. We are fucked. I can't make payroll. I'm. It might take <laughs> me. I might be a week late on my fucking payroll, and the entire country, the entire government, went ape shit. And I know mm-hmm. because I was working on that shit. And you like ever tr- there were so many people working that weekend. Mm-hmm. To try and make sure that Monday was not an apocalypse, mm-hmm. right? But when an actual apocalypse happens, when something literally creeps out of hell and does this over and over and over again, nothing fucking stops. So, you know, I mean, you know, it's so easy to go and blame Ted Cruz to say, we don't want your thoughts and prayers. We want action. OK, well, what the fuck did we do? Nothing. We you we woke up just like we did any other day. We went to work just like any other day. Nothing fucking changed. We're Nothing money, fucking we're changed. Our taxes. Trust we're putting- me, someone has some shit to return at H&M. Mm-hmm. They looked at what happened on the news and said, maybe I'll give it till Wednesday. <laughs> I mean, no, come true. on. Let's face it. We don't give a shit. This is no different than rubbernecking uh, a major car accident on the highway. You know, when people say this better be good, I've been I've been fucking stuck in traffic for an hour. I oh, see it's so carnage. morbid. Oh, it's so oh, yeah. morbid. Yeah, we don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. So you know, all this anger that people are going around like saying, like you know, the politicians don't care, the right wing, this, the you know, the lib- no, you know what? No, fuck it. All of us are guilty of this shit just by continuing to do what we do because this kind of stuff is so fucking horrifying. Like, and it just, it, you know, there's been 200 mass shootings this year and it's, it's fucking May 8th. There, there's yeah. been like That's, 130 the, days. 
this year Isn't so that, far. That that that's one of the parts about the coverage, and and it's 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 surreal that the coverage around these things are is so smooth now. There's such a practiced template around all of it. It's a coordinated dance. You know exactly how the press is going to respond. You know how the politicians are all going to come in, spring into action within minutes of the news breaking. Um, very tightly choreographed, very smooth dance. You know that there's consultants making big money advising people on what how to how to PR responses to this shit. Um, it's it's its own machine, so that's its own problem too. Here, I will say I, I will say I don't know. For me, uh, this shit does has uh, affected my personal like habits. Like the pandemic, like like I, I never really ramped up, uh, ramped back up, uh, like social, like social activities or being out and about um, after the pandemic. Um, so my, I can definitely say that my the way I live my life has been altered by stuff like this. Like I remember the other the other week, I was thinking, I was thinking like, oh, it'd be kind of nice to to you know. Uh, get some tea and kind of wander wander around the mall. And then there's this voice in the back of my head saying, "You know, would it? You know, would really hate for for a psycho to to have decided that that's the day uh, they're going to pull some shit." Um, and I didn't go. Maybe you saved your own life. Who knows? Well, I mean, I, I mean, it didn't happen there, you know, or or. But you know, maybe this, it would this, have if you did go. Who the fuck you knows? know? Hey, um, it's just, like there's definitely there's there's definitely that that voice in the back of my head. You know, during the pandemic, it's well, like, do you want to catch a virus that might kill you? I'm like, no, I'm like that concert's just not worth it. I'm bad at nah. Uh, and then the next one is, you know, what if there's a a psycho who just decided to snap right then and there? Like that's the day and that's the place where uh, where the psycho decided to snap. Like, okay, yeah, this concert's not worth that. Um, there is nothing at Nordstrom that I'm willing to face that for, yeah. uh, you know. So my habit, my the way I live my life has changed fairly dramatically, and that that probably I wonder I I wonder if we can quantify that across society somewhat. It'd be difficult, but I, I imagine you could. Um, well, I don't know. Yeah, okay, I'm well, sure well, there are. Forget I'm sure about, there are, forget about but... how to extrapolate that. Like, has anything changed about how you live your life? As a result of all this, this like ambient um, social, you know, crazy. Oh, I, well, I'm I am a lot more. Um, someone tried to kill me. <laughs> what uh, on the highway? Yeah. Uh, oh, or, yeah. Or, or, yeah, yeah, or yeah. we. I was getting close to a really really bad road rage incident, and um, I had to call nine one one. And I, the guy almost killed someone else actually very close to killing someone else not me luckily but he there was a moment where i thought okay this guy's already run me off the highway and it looks like he's not going to let this go so i told my wife to call 911 which they were of course of zero help and i was thinking okay if he gets out of the car uh and he has a gun what am i gonna do you know yeah. or like what am i gonna like i just started thinking like this could go south really bad you know luckily that whole thing blew over because you know um 
yeah, whatever. It just didn't it didn't escalate past you know to the point where we got to a life and death situation. And ever since then, I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna be super like I've I've always I've always been a fairly defensive driver, but now I'm just like. Uh, and and this applies to when I'm walking and out in the world. I'm just like super, like I don't carry my pride with me. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to win any fucking fights. I'm not trying to you know. And, you know I've, I've I've had friends that have gotten their asses kicked real bad because they 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 bring their pride with them and they you know they want to win fights. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, nope. I'm not a fighter. I'm a survivor. <laughs> like I'm mm-hmm. the type that wants to get home in one piece without a black eye. Or a broken, you know, broken jaw. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't want trouble, so I'm like super fucking defensive now on the road, and my head is on a swivel when I'm walking, and you know I just don't tempt fate. Mm. You know, my back is against the wall when I'm at the subway. Um, you know, I don't stand near the fucking tracks. So yeah, it has changed my it has changed my level of cautiousness out in the world but that's okay i that you know that's okay i could that's that's fine i'm not uh you know i i don't i don't begrudge like having to be that way i think it's probably better to be that way anyway but no i think that's good um i mean i remember feeling a, a certain amount of uh anger there was a there was a speech that obama gave um i think it was in his first term maybe a second term um, maybe you remember it. Uh, I don't know how famous the speech is uh, at all, but I remember being irritated by it. Um, he was basically justifying some set of like like police reform laws, and in the speech, he was basically saying a cop's first job is for him to make it home to his family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember being angry at that. Like, no motherfucker, his job is to make sure I get home safely. <laughs> it, it is not. <laughs> I think Obama was correct in, in a real sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's saying yeah. he's being very honest about it. Yeah, he's he's basically honest, pitting yeah. it as the co- it's the cops versus you people. And I'm on the mm. and I'm and I'm on the side it, the cops need to protect themselves from you to get home safe. Which is a complete inversion of the way things should be it, in my head at least. Um but you know, applying that to ourselves, no, your your job is to is to get home. Your first job is to get home, right? Everything else comes far, far second to that. You know, so you do what you got to do. I did. I told you that I I tried mushrooms, uh, magic mushrooms, like uh, a while ago, several years ago. Yeah, pre pandemic. Pre pandemic. Pre pandemic. Have you ever tried anything like that before? No. I mean, it still feels like it happened yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. And, and um, it just—it was a very—it was a very profound experience. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let me put it that way. All right. And clearly, never did it again. Uh-huh. And I did this pre-pandemic. And I remember, um, I was—you know—I did it at a time in my life where I was just feeling really, like. I was like, mm, something's going wrong. You know, not with me, but like in the world, you know. Mm-hmm. And I took this, and I remember, you know, I just a lot of things happened, but like the the best way I can ex- explain um, the experience of taking shrooms or these sort of like psychedelics is I can't speak for LSD because I never tried that. Is that I feel like I quantum leaped into myself. 
like I, I felt like I was someone else that was trying teen on for size. Does that make sense? Okay. Like, all right. I was like a visitor from another dimension, and then I quantum leaped into this who I this this person, mm-hmm. and so I had this sort of like remove from myself where I was like watching myself behave, but then also sort of just like observing myself, you know, both mm-hmm. behavior and thought. And the thing I learned, the one thing, the one big takeaway I learned from that experience was that a lot of, and remember, this is pre-pandemic, mm-hmm. that a lot of negative shit works its way into your body without you really knowing it. And it colors your perceptions by sort of nudging you slowly towards a certain position, a certain perspective that becomes your default perspective. So you don't even notice that you're, that you're, you know, becoming extremely cynical and negative, you know, Mm -hmm. because you don't feel cynical or negative. You just feel like I'm just, I'm just reacting to the world, you know, and then you realize, well, it's not really the world. It is a lot of this is your perception of the world. And that perception is not entirely up to me because there's things that are happening out there that find their way into your, into your eyeball and your ears. Mm -hmm. And they, they, they permanent or they not permanently, but they, they alter you. And you got to be careful about, you got to be, you have to try and be mindful of like what they're doing to you. And so like, just, I, I, I try to be very mindful, as mindful as I can be about what these types of, like all these massacres and stuff, like what they're doing to me, mm-hmm. because they're doing shit to people. Like people may claim and I, you know, I talk to my friends and stuff about it, and they're all like, ah, desensitized. And then there's a learned, there's a learned cynicism where they're just like, yeah, well, it ain't gonna change shit, is it? You know? And they're right, right? But they don't sense that they themselves, you know, are suffering from this in the form of this like really weak and pal, this pallid, uh. This it's just pallid consciousness that overtakes them, you know, just this. And it's just almost like angrily cynical because they do care, you know, like at some level, people do care about this stuff. They are traumatized by this stuff. But we, yeah, there, we, we there's absolutely there is absolutely some some difference or some change in their behavior as a result of this. I am convinced. Yeah. And, and no, and it expresses itself in this sort of like flippant dismissiveness of it Mm -hmm. but i'm like that is a mark that is a scar that that left in you when it entered into your body and wormed its way into your soul through no fault of your own Mm -hmm. but it's there and and i know this because like i feel that almost universally now every single person i know just every single one without exception is of the mind that there is something really fucking wrong going on. And I've never seen full unanimity and consensus among every single person I know that 
shit is going wrong. And they can't put their finger on it. They can't explain it. But they're feeling a sort of despair about it. Mm-hmm. You know, and the ones with kids are like, this is front and center to when how they think about that stuff, you know. But even the ones without kids are feeling it. And this is like, they're, I guess what I'm saying is like, okay, we could sit here and talk about how like, oh yeah, nothing will be done and we've normalized this. And no, we haven't normalized it. You're not desensitized to it. It is fucking with you. It is it, these these. This is a poison, and it's working on your body all the time. And I and everybody has been poisoned by it. Everyone feels it. And I the only question to me is like, how much more do pe- can people take? And I think that it's building on itself because I think a lot of the people who are going out and committing this stuff are the ones that are the most poisoned by this. Yeah. So you're, we're getting poisoned by the same thing that's causing people to do this stuff. You know? I mean, this is the idea behind like the concept of stochastic terrorism. Uh, that, that the water is being seeded, right? Like, you're just, you're increasing the probability of something happening. You can't predict exactly where, but you're increasing the condition, you're, you're maximizing on the conditions Um you're pumping the room full of gas. It's unclear where the spark is going to come from, but you've made it dangerous when a spark does occur and increasing the chances that one will occur. So everyone is affected. Some will be more affected than others and some will absolutely snap. That's the ter- that's that's the terrifying part. We don't know where the next one is going to come from, only that it seems like it absolutely will. Yeah, and you know what, Jess? I just don't I just don't need any more cynicism about this stuff because it's like it's like there's no value to the cynicism because the cynicism is the fucking default position. If I wanted cynicism, I don't need to talk to anyone. Cynicism is like a protective scab. It's a it's a distancing mechanism. I understand it, right? It's it's like a you're trying to put a little distance, a little scab, put some uh, put a little like like humor on it to to force a little distance. Uh, that's one of the flip side of that would be the people who uh, who who run around and try to lock everything behind a trigger warning or a content warning or something for this sort of thing. Like what yeah. the f- that th- those two impulses are are. I don't think like, I, I I don't think we deserve trigger warnings anymore. I, I feel like we we as I a, think they're, it's actively harmful at this point to insist on that insist we, on we, that yeah. etiquette. Yeah, I'm sorry if pe- some people. I'm very sensitive to gore. I have been my whole life. I've always been horrif- like it's it's especially horrifying to me. I don't know if it's it's just, it's horrifying to everyone, but I'm no exception. But I, I think people need to see it. I remember, um, you know, I I was never very political about stuff like anything. Uh, and I remember when the first, you know, the the, the Iraq War and Afghanistan were were, were um, starting to really wind up. I don't really have a position on it. You know, I'm like war against terror. I don't like terrorism, you know. I don't really care. And then it's it's a million miles away. Jesus Christ. Iraq and Afghanistan, I mean okay. I mean, you know, you gotta go do shit, you know? Mm-hmm. And then one day I was at the Barnes and Noble in Brooklyn and No, I'm sorry, I was at a Starbucks in Brooklyn. And for whatever reason, someone had left a book there. It was like an army surgical book. 
and it was just this photographic book with detailed step-by-step photographs of trauma and reconstructive surgeries for major wounds suffered on the battlefield. Mm. And then I saw what that looked like. What happens when a soldier gets hit by shrapnel in the face, in the chest? What happens when, you know, someone walks on a landmine? And I, I, I couldn't, I mean, it was horrifying, this book. But it was a medical manual. I mean, this was, a, this was not, you know, some like, look, look, you know, look and take responsibility. No, it was just like, okay, so what we did here was we cleaned the wound out. You know, it's clinical. We, you know, it's clinical. the definition of clinical, yeah. Yeah. And ever since then, I just, I've just been extremely anti-war. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, this isn't, it's not worth it. Like, I'm sorry, but like the, these, these, these are, these are life-altering wounds that didn't need to happen. And these people suffered these wounds for no good reason. So this has got to stop. This it is only like a- serves sinister purposes to hide it, I think. So for so for a country like the United, let's just be honest about what this is, right? We are there's a ruling class that's absolutely pushing for war again. Not that not that uh, we we ended too many, but we're we're gunning for a new one. Um, it's a ruling class that's mostly going to send people from uh, from the middle and lower classes off to die in this war. And none of us, and very, very few of us, we haven't had a draft in a very long time. Um, there's no real living memory of what war actually is on the ground. The United States has also never been invaded by a foreign power. Um, we don't know. We don't know what this is, but we're told to have an opinion on it anyway. So whose interest would it serve to make war seem less bad than it actually is? Yeah, I mean, I, I agree. I post I posted a, f- a picture of the guy, you know, Caillou Cho, and I um, the the picture of him smiling for his. Um, there was one with his family, and there's another one where he posted where oh he yeah, used he's, it he's for like his uh, website yeah yeah. And I said, yeah. oh, I recognize this guy. I think he's the guy on the top of this corpse pile with the with the bottom half of his face blown off. I think that's him. If you look at the glasses, the same glasses. If you look at the hair, it's the same hair. And I think that's his kid under his hip and it seems like her his head got blown off partially and i think that's his wife that he's lying on and someone said uh dude like you need to put a trigger warning like you need to put a not safe for work tag on this and i said what the fuck and i said well look i mean i i get why he's saying that you know like no no, no not, i get it but that's just I'm the not, implications of what the guy for saying that but i but i said why should i why should i you know, and he's like out of respect for the families. And I said, okay, look, I, I'm not calling you out for saying that. Like that, I, I know you're trying to be respectful and humane and, you know, I get it. But at this point, the only way to respect that family, in my opinion, is to look directly into that picture and let it traumatize you. I agree like, with that. I mean, what's you, the implication you, of that? To put you, it behind you, you a- have to now participate in that suffering for you to truly respect what happened to that family. Because if you look away, you're erasing the most important experience of their entire life, which was getting obliterated 
for no fucking reason. So I was like, no, you fucking look at the picture. So I, I, what's I, the, uh, what's, I'm, I'm I mean, very, I'm very like, you got to look deep into the reality of the situation, man. Okay. His, his face is fucking missing. Like, no, you can't wrap a pretty fucking bow around it. And the fact that we do that is because you don't want to suffer. Right. Yeah, it's so, not about saving like the tri- the, the usual excuses. Oh, there might have been people who have experienced trauma who are going to get re-traumatized. Well, yeah, that's me. Um, that's us. Yeah, that's all of us. All of us at have this experienced point, this trauma. Is, at this point, this is literally any of us. Yeah. I mean, when, so, when, I mean so don't don't don't, don't, don't fucking savior for savior for some you know eggshell person who needs special no no the, the person who needs special treatment is you and so stop it just, no, you just look want, at you it you just don't and, want to see it yeah first of all just be honest about that don't hide behind some other pretend to be speaking on behalf of some victim uh who is or is not there um it's you you don't want to see it and like what what what, what, are you, what are you trying to do keep your sanity at work so you can keep earning your little paycheck keep you know, go, keep see- going on your little commute I see all you know, these I get fucking, the impulse, but I see all these fucking people on the internet, like on Twitter, arguing about you know they're all playing like fucking uh, you know armchair general over this Ukraine war, and you know they're all like, oh yeah, but they're gonna pincer move back mood, and they're gonna you know it's a meat grinder in back mood, and they're gonna fight this, they're gonna fight that, oh oh, and then once they get the air, you know they're all just fucking children playing a game. And then the second they they posted that uh, Prigozhin video where he's walking, uh, you know, the, the the dispatch from hell I was telling you about. Mm-hmm. Guess what they said? Yo, bro, NSFW trigger warning, dude. <laughs> ah, okay. So you're gonna sit there and play armchair general about who should go where and die on what on what fucking field? But you don't want to see. But you don't want to see happens. it. Yeah. Yeah. No, oh, that's watch it, yeah. watch it. Okay, like just go, just fucking full screen that shit, and just freeze it and watch it and just look. You know, mm-hmm. I I really don't think that there's really any. I think our responsibility is to is to tr- let these things traumatize us, because the more we, uh, the more we, uh censor this stuff it just like let it let it be words you know um the easier it is to just have it tune it out as background noise well the yeah um, and the, the more we're not the more we're just gonna sit here and let it happen again which is what we're doing we we see these things we see just bodies fucking piled up under an h&m sign and we're just gonna let it happen again that's exactly what we're going to do. Do you remember that 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 congressman or whatever after uh I don't know with the Michigan State shooting or the St. Louis shooting or what you know whatever the fuck you I don't know what which one he was which one this was in relation to. One of them. And they interviewed him like on the steps of the Capitol and said, "What are you going to do about this?" And he said, "You know we're going to do nothing. Mm. We're not going to do it." Oh, it was a Tennessee shooting. The the school you know, I saw the um, video of that too, where they where they shot they shot the they shot her in. A, is that the one that happened at the the private school? Yes. Oh. Yeah. There's a there's a very good vi- a very clear 
body cam video of multiple angles of um, of the police shooting her to death. And uh, and he said with the total just total dejection, you know, this is a, like a Republican guy. We're not going to do anything. You know it. There's nothing we can do. So don't expect us to do anything. You know, you know, nothing's going to happen. And they said, well, what about your kids? And he was like, yeah, I homeschooled my kids. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's the that is the. That is the problem is this feeling that just letting the poison take its course is the is the is the is the only thing you can do mm-hmm. you know and there's no light there's no people there's no like you know there's there's nobody who's just you know and i have no fucking uh I don't put any fucking value on like liberal activists who go out and say, it's the guns. It's the, gu-. no, just calm the fuck down. Okay. Just calm the fuck down. And because going out and start immediately blaming the NRA, which is a complete fucking terrorist organization. Yes, we understand this. The point has been made a billion times. Nobody needs to hear that again. We all know. Okay. And they don't care. <laughs> They don't care. <laughs> they don't care at all. They don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. So I just, you know, I think that what's the problem is that we don't have a proper psychological and even like I want to say we don't have a proper spiritual reaction to this. And going out and screaming NRA is not a spiritual reaction to this. You know, we're not really letting it into our souls. Yeah, this is you know, all we're just really trying mechanism. to keep it away, you know. Mm-hmm. Exercise because you're rushing to like, um, you know, what's, you're rushing to a solution or trying to jump into action without letting the actual thing itself sink in first. It's just, it's it's all part of the script. We just we just follow this template. People don't stop to think about it. They just slide right in. Oh, this is this is this has happened. Okay, this is what you do now. Um, it has the it has the cadence of like a just a mantra we we repeat endlessly as a society. If we were a tight-knit society, even one of these events, we would sit back, we would take time to ponder it before yelling at each other about what we need to do about it. We would all collectively sit and met, like just think about it. Let it, you know. Let the horror just actually do like, that. Immediately we're in. jumping down each other's throats and blaming the this, you know, the Republicans or whatever. And I'm like, yes, yes, I know there's shit. I get it. <clears throat> but you're not a better person for saying it, and we're not a better off for hearing it. It hasn't worked. It's time to start. It's time to do something else. At least think something else. But that's when you hit an ideological roadblock because there's just dogmatic things that we're trained to say and to think and believe and just parrot, uh, which are proven to not work, but we're supposed to do them anyway. That's the only thing we're allowed to do. I mean, I there's think a we're huge... allowed to do more. I think we're allowed to do more. We just won't do it. Well, we won't. We don't. We won't do it because that's anything else would actually be a little bit disruptive, maybe even to our own lives. We just won't do it because I think the 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 any durable answer is 
fairly freaking obvious and it's not it's not it's not simply about just banning guns i think you made this point pretty clearly and i and i agree with it because well i mean just it's just true right endlessly saying it's the guns take away the guns sure that will that will stop that will stop they they will stop the shootings if nobody has access to guns absolutely uh what is not fi getting fixed what's driving these people to begin with what the hell is going on we're not actually we're not actually reckoning with what is going on because i think we have a proper <clears throat> yeah, view should... of what the problem is then that's isn't the first line that's not the very first thing you jump to i th i i am i'm i think right we have this shit ain't just regular ass crime this is like cormac mccarthy type shit Okay, this is this is like something. This remote. is a slow rolling war. Um, what do you do to de-escalate that? Right. I'm not. I'm less concerned about th this guy than who else out there is on the verge of snapping and breaking. Right. Individual, like the people that that do that. Like I'm. More people after each one of these things happens. There's more people who are who are right on the edge of breaking. What are we the, like? What are we before. doing for them, or what are we not doing that's going to push them over? What can we do to de-escalate? I mean, that that once you say that, that's a that's that's a bit taboo because, like, Jess, why are you sympathizing with people who do atrocities? I'm not. I'm wondering. I'm wondering what in our current society is so fucking broken that these that so many people feel they have nothing left to lose. And, and and pull and do this shit well one thing that i can tell you is that i have been way more fucking busy with bank failures than i have been anything having to do with this shit and when i was a government lawyer after sandy hook that you know something happened because there were already a lot of shootings before sandy hook but sandy hook i remember i read the obituary for this boy named jack pinto and the obituary said he liked to wrestle his sister. And I just broke down. I broke down. And then I wrote a whole fucking legislative proposal <clears throat> that was based around. I said, look, there's a gun registration uh, law that looks actually curiously a lot like the law that I am most familiar with, which is the Securities and Exchange Act. And in fact, in the 1934, they passed the firearms exchange act and so you could redo we could beef up that bill and it's going to survive supreme court review there's no second amendment issue because you're not banning anything it's already been passed before you just got to do it again with but modernize it i wrote a whole fucking presentation jess i submitted it to biden's task force because they had an open call for suggestions from the public i didn't even get a fucking acknowledgement like a receipt that they received it they're not serious about this stuff they don't want people working on this stuff. They don't care. But if Silicon Valley Bank is in trouble, holy fuck, will we pull out the stops to make sure that that doesn't happen again? How many articles do we going to see in the newspaper about how to stop the next First Republic? And they're fucking serious about it, Just They will put tens if not hundreds of billion dollars where their mouth is right there they are going to stop it a line has been drawn in the fucking sand not one more first republic <laughs> but allen texas you know these mass shootings oh you know thoughts and prayers right yes but we as people we don't get weird we play right along 
you know? Well, we put not everyone safe for work tags so that everyone... Everyone was lining up. Fucking people were lining up outside Silicon Valley Bank to make sure that their money was safe. They were lining up. No one's lining up for this shit. Everyone, you know, just like, I wonder when H&M is going to open up again. It's very weird, but that's the kind of society we are. You know, nobody gives a shit. And it just, but, but now here's the problem. We painted ourselves into a corner because, okay, fine. We don't give a shit. Then have another and another and another and another. And you'll keep getting them until we find your breaking point. That's what the fucking deal we struck with whatever devil this is has out for us. It's just going to keep happening until at some point we're like, I can't take it anymore. But I am pretty sure that our capacity to take more is a lot higher than whatever we're at now. I think we're just, we're, there's still a it lot more to, carnage. It has to massively, it has to start making numbers in a, in a metric that actually matters to the powers that be. Um, so it's things like, like, uh, I don't know. Uh, how empty do you think outlet malls were this, this week? I think it's going to take more than that. I think it's going to no, take. No, no, no. I know. I know. It's uh, that's, that's just the quickest one that I could think of. Right. But one, one major thing that's happening is, uh, and Eliza, Eliza has been on the ball with this because, you know, she's going through this with her own children. The numbers of children that are being homeschooled is skyrocketing. Every single year, there's more and more, more uh, families pulling their children out of school, uh, homeschooling them. Uh, resources for that is growing at an exponential rate. I don't think it ha- it's not uh, it's not something that shifts the numbers meaningfully like nationally in terms of uh, where kids are going to go. But eventually there's going to be these little trends that, that pick up steam here and there. It is going to shift be- consumer habits. It's going to it's going to alter the way people spend their money, the way they spend their time. Um, I think you're grasping. <laughs> no, I kind of am. I kind of am. Because I don't I do. know that snapping point. I fuck like what would it take what would it take just picturing that is scary and if i try to think about that too hard then the only answer is well you know what fuck this i'm out well that's it i think it's the fuck this i'm out i think we all are asking the wrong question and the question we always fucking ask after these things happen is what are we gonna do what are we gonna do and you know look as long as we are doing what we're supposed to do, which is getting up every morning, going to work. And, uh, yeah, get that drink that coffee. Your, yes, go yeah. to Starbucks. Go to go to the office. Go spend yes. a little money on lunch. Uh, go do go do a little shopping on Amazon. Put your eight file your taxes. Go yeah, home. All that stuff, right? Order as long a little as you're DoorDash. Doing that, go home. Yeah. yeah. As long as you're doing that, guess what? You can do whatever else you want to do, and nobody cares. Okay, you can do all the citizen activism you want. You can make your you could pile your schedule as busy as you want with any sort of subversive or anti-establishment or non-dogmatic activism, anti-capitalist. That you could read all that. You could order every single book out of Verso that you can find about how evil capitalism is. But if you show up to work the next day and you do your eight hours and you do all that stuff, you're fine. Nobody yeah, because it does. It's not a. It's, okay. It doesn't make a dent anywhere. I think. No. So what I'm. I know that I'm grasping because I. The grasp is thinking that it's anywhere near the horizon. But I agree with you. Nothing will change until major shifts in American, like basically consumer habits, shift. It won't break until your average human, your average American person, 
literally psychologically can't take it anymore. Right now, it's only happening at the it's it's always at the edges. Think of it, we're just like cows sitting in this field and this thing is just devouring us. And we're, <laughs> we're watching, just huddled a little further on the fence being like, uh, something's not right by the water trough. Yeah. You know, yeah. and um and we're just getting picked off and 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 you know, the news is traveling, but we're kind of like, I don't know, but what am I going to do? Just, I'm just I, I, I got to eat all this grass, bro. <laughs> you know, like, and we, and so everyone just sits around going, you know, that we'll look up and just be like, mm, some shit went down over there. Uh, I mean, I, I am very close to, to my, my personal, I am very close to my personal, uh, fuck this point. Like I told you, like, m- literally the way I live my life has been altered by this kind of persistent low grade, um, social stress plus uh, it's not even about like fear it's i just don't want to uh i don't want it i I, like i just don't feel the i just don't want to be part of this but there's that but see that that i think is an optimistic thing where people just stop what they're doing and you know that's what we need i think we need people to it's not a question of what can we do okay it's a question of like what can you stop doing what are you willing to stop doing and well, the answer I mean, is nothing the answer is nothing no one's willing to stop doing collectively, anything collectively yeah i mean for me though it's it's like mm-hmm. i i haven't gone to a concert i don't i <laughs> i just don't want to be part of crowds my yeah. my actual consumer habits have changed significantly as a result of this um and I don't, I don't, as, and it's, it works for me here, but I don't want to live like this. So I personally, I'm getting pretty close to fuck this. Just, just, out. I'm, I want to, I'm, I'm, I want to bounce. You know, I think, I think what I'm seeing is worse than this, right? I, I think it's not giving me hope. I think that a lot of people are turning towards a different, a, just a totally different type of life. Because there's nothing worth believing in if this is the kind of society we're going to have. Yes, exactly. There's nothing worth. There's no higher purpose in this kind of society, right? So, there a minority of people are going to find, you know, they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna reengage with, you know, the people in their life. They're going to reengage with their family. They're going to reengage with their friends. They're going to find that. Then that's the reaction I've had and it's been really good for me even though you're going to become miserable people and actual citizens of society venal uh, grasping greedy corrupt yeah that's the other side yeah is that the, the... people just become the, you know it's all about short term YOLO uh, li- living for today maximizing excitement and mm. danger and chance and, and justifying screwing over some other people for yeah. your own for, to maximize your own gain, right? And you because can because other people are just part of this. Yeah, because other people are just part of this this system that nobody cares about, and I don't care about them. They don't care about me. I don't. Mm-hmm. You know this. The, you know the cynicism. That's the cynicism, and it starts from this where people are just like, well, I guess we're not going to do anything about this, are we? You know, mm-hmm. and so the cynicism just spreads. You can see it. It's like just decimating the society. And, you know, everywhere you go now, the signs are everywhere. Just fucking sports betting, crypto speculation, uh, drug shops on every fucking corner, uh-huh. right? Just only fans, just, just all sorts of just, you know, 
nobody gives a fuck you know like the yeah. celebrities are just like yeah yeah I'll, I'll endorse whatever crypto scam you got going i don't give a fuck i don't i don't care about these people politicians going like yeah we're just gonna open up a casino and make up the tax shortfall i don't fucking know yeah they don't give a fuck there there there, there is no public there's no public sense of morality anymore and if there is no public sense of morality, then what the well, fuck are no, we there's trying no for? There's no grounding. There's no floor that I can see, right? You Usually the ground floor is we are not okay with children getting murdered at malls. We don't have that floor. There, There is no ground zero below which we, that we can count on that we all, I can't look across society and say we all believe that children should not be murdered at malls. And you, the listener who think you're the exception, you and me and just none of us are the exception. It's true of all of us. That's my point. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about myself here. I'm not trying to point fingers, but I'm not going to change tomorrow for this shit. I got shit to do. I got to go to work. (laughs) You know, I'm not like I'm not taking a stand. You know, Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah, I got shit to do. I'm sorry, dude, that your family got like just destroyed. And you gotta you gotta watch you're you're covered in the your mother's blood. I'm sorry, dude. But we got rest of the world we got shit to do. I'll kick you a few hundred bucks in the uh GoFundMe, but look, we got shit to do. We don't care about each other. <laughs> we just don't, really not enough. Not. We will we have the words, we don't have the action. The words, but not the action. Okay? Words don't fucking matter. Action matters, and none of us have the commitment or the buy-in or the care to change our activity, to change our actions. We will we'll say the right things, but we will do nothing. And blaming someone and accusing some hated politician for that is just projection and deflection. Okay, so it's not Ted Cruz that's the problem. Okay, he's part of it too, but it ain't We're his all fault. The problem. Yeah, it ain't his fault that he's only sending thoughts and prayers because that's all we're sending to, okay? Mm-hmm. And so, no, it's no one is taking a stand. No one's drawing a line. No one's saying no more. No one's saying, like, every, you know, everyone stop what you're doing until we figure this out, until we, until we fix this. No. And so, and that's nothing will just, happen. That's, that's, but that's, just that's, wait that's, till the fucking bank. Has a has a liquidity crisis tomorrow. Trust me, we will stop. I mean, S- I was never worried about SVB, and that stuff was was handled over the weekend. It was done by like Sunday morning. Yes, rolled on. It fell over on a Friday, and it was done by set Sunday morning. Yep, it was Tempest in a teacup for real. This First Republic got in trouble on Friday. By Monday, J.P. Morgan was like, "Yeah, we bought it. Yeah, it's over. We're done." crisis averted so this is a rambling listen i keep struggling to find some kind of conclusion or or a lesson or some kind of some kind of prediction or analysis i do, i got nothing man i'm just saying it's poisoning our souls mm-hmm. i'm telling you it's it is i'm not i'm not being i don't think i'm being dramatic here i i i i took the shrooms i looked deep into my soul i saw the process it is poisoning our souls i'm telling you you gotta be my the one thing i will say is that one should be mindful of what's going on with them internally. And I think them? that... Who's them? them yourself. Your yourself. own self. Okay. Okay. Because the people who are... 
because clearly there's this is a spiraling process where like each of these fucking events is giving way to the next one right and i think it's those who are most poisoned by this who are in a way most victimized by this 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 fucking darkness it's those whose souls just get completely smothered by this who just go and do it they're the ones that perpetu- that per- feed it forward but all of us to, to the extent that our souls are getting fucking darkened by this stuff we also are perpetuating it and encouraging the next one and you know I just feel like every time this stuff happens I'm like man we're a soulless country we're soulless people <laughs> you know we don't have any real we don't have any soulful reaction to this stuff. You know what I mean? You no, know, like we're sharks. We don't feel it. We just just feel a it. just a roaming eating machine. There's no emotion, there's nothing. Just yeah. just, just swim around cold blooded just eating. That's it. That's what we that's what we do as people. You know what's crazy is you know I told you about that boy Jack Pinto that was killed in um Sandy Hook. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I met his father. Yeah, you told me fucking, that. Yeah, just fucking yeah. randomly. One day I had a coffee yeah, yeah, yeah. with my my friend. Was like, "Yo, let's go. Uh, we're gonna meet a friend for coffee." This was in Midtown. Some other lawyer from another bank. We're just talking, and then later afterwards, he was like, "Hey, you know that guy lost his son in Sandy Hook." I was like, "What was his last name?" He said uh, Pinto. And then- I said, "Oh shit!" I was like, "You know, of all the kids, you know, they mm-hmm. did this one." issue of I, forget, I think it was new york times or something where they had each of the kids that were killed and then a little blurb about them that was written by the parents and each of them said he was the light of my life or i've never you know the kindest soul you ever felt and i read it i was reading through it and then i saw jack pintos and it said he liked to wrestle his sister mm-hmm. and i was like damn that's the one that got me mm-hmm. you know that was that 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 image. It was twin sister who survived. Fuck. Uh, but just the the the. You know, I was like this this boy's parents wrote that because they remembered that, and that's what they miss. Mm-hmm. And then I met him. I fucking met him. That was crazy. That was one of those, you know, in life where you're just like, why did I meet this person? You know, of all the kids that were killed that day, the one kid that I, only kid I kid's name I remember mm-hmm. is Jack Pinto. <laughs> I met his father. Mm-hmm. How just, many years just, after that? How many years after it happened? Um, you know, probably several, many years, uh, five okay. years. You know. All right. And, um, Damn. and he told me, he was, because my friend was really good friends with him. Mm-hmm. And he said it changed him forever. He's a different person because of it. Of course, it was. His life is defined by that. And I said, mm-hmm. "Good." You know that man has a soul. Mm-hmm. I mean, in a way, he was redeemed out of this fucking existence to actually discover that he has a soul and and to feel that and to let it change his life like it did. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, through such a horrible thing. But I just remember, like, I don't know. There was something about that detail uh, where it 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 was the knowing that the parents wanted that detail about him 
mm-hmm. to make it into the obituary. Because mm-hmm. that must have been brought them so much joy. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Jesus Christ, this is the saddest thing. This is like that fucking, you know, baby shoes for sale, never used. Mm-hmm. I was like, that was, you know, he loved to wrestle his sister. I was like, oh, my fucking God. And then so that was when I was like, yo, I got to, you know what? I'm going to do something. I'll try. So I, I, I started just doing a lot of research into Second Amendment stuff. And then I found that there were there were actually a lot of gun control laws passed about 100 years ago. Mm-hmm. They were already thinking about this stuff. And I was like, okay, I'll do my, I'll try to do my part. And then I realized they don't really care. They're like nobody really cares about this stuff. You know, if I had a proposal <laughs> about, um, you know, the financial system or whatever, there would be a way to run that up the flagpole, but not this. <laughs> yeah. They don't care about this. This is, this is a matter of the soul, not, not of economics and of social control. So they don't care. You know, um, uh, like this is a case where where I I wouldn't mind leveraging sinophobia a little bit here. Uh, I mean, I was reading this uh, was it like foreign policy article or something, basically saying uh, it's it, or something. It was it was kind of funny. I for, even forget what it was about, but it's basically saying what's China going to think of us if we keep doing this? And we got to clean up house. China's watching, and they're gonna they're gonna be able to smear us for this if uh if we don't get this in order, like, can we, can we shift focus on that? Like, like, can we use that for this? I actually wouldn't nah, mind that. I mean, maybe we could try, but like, look, I mean, ultimately, no, 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 not like, like you and me. I was, just, it was just a thought that, that floated through my head. No, um, I get it. I get it. I just, I just don't think that there can be any shortcut for this kind of thing. I, I, I just, no, feel I like don't. It's gotta, like, people have just got to come to, I feel like this is something that like, we just, need to do uh, you know like not blame others not blame the other party not blame not say that this is really a matter of gun control not say that it's a matter of the you know whatever not you know quickly d- turn this into a matter of activism or or a matter of you know whatever but like a like a like a honest fucking bonafide crisis of the soul. Uh, Here's know, my problem with, with this whole a thing. private one. Yeah, it has to that that has to involve a sense of deep shame and a sense of collective a, a collective a sense of a collective here that is absolutely missing cuz once you're saying oh this is the republicans fault. Uh, what? Like okay. What are you what are you what are you saying? Like you washed your hands of it. That's their problem. Now you have not taken on any sense of the, the, the weight of this moment here for yourself. Right. That, that part, that part always floors me that it's once you jump to just blaming someone else, you're basically, you're basically not, you're just saying tag, you're it, not me. Um, I have no part in this. My part is done. It's all your problem. It's still a, it's still saying that, you know, it's you have no part in this. You do not share any ownership of this problem. I mean, frankly, so it's, disgu- gonna, it's disgusting. We're not going to get anywhere. It's disgusting when I watch the news and very responsible journalists and anchors and stuff are like, what are the prospects for passing a bill, you know, 
like regulating, you know, lowering, like raising the age of purchase for AR-15. Like, is this going to finally spur some change, you know? And I'm like, you're talking about a bill to raise the age for purchasing an AR-15 or mm-hmm. to or to limit the size of the clip. That's what you're fucking talking about. That, 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 you know, like to immediately jump to that. Yeah. To immediately jump to that and not only jump to that, but think that that means that you care. Mm -hmm. No, you don't. You don't fucking care. You just want, you know, they're just aiming for some show of political victory so that they can pat themselves on the back and say like, you know what? They, those people didn't die in vain. The fuck they didn't. They did. They absolutely died in vain. Okay. They died under an H&M sign. That was completely fucking pointless. And passing a bill to limit the chamber size or the ra- the number of rounds that you can fit into a magazine is not redeeming the death that they had to suffer. Okay. Is I'm making that kid's life. That's so devalued. Work- you're saying I mean, just that, shut that the fuck. Yeah. Just stop their okay? life and their death. And that's all they're worth. That's the limit of your imagination. So yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, I, I get it. But that, but that, that's the, that's the, the, the deficit, you know, like that, that's the fucking spiritual deficit that we have mm-hmm. because so many of us who think we're right about this, you know, because we hate the NRA or whatever. Fuck the NRA. I mean, go ahead and just bomb their fucking H headquarters for all I give a shit. I don't care. But for all of us who think we're on the right side of this because, like, we're pushing for mild gun reforms so that they don't die in vain. I mean, just re- just think and feel your way through that for a second. And how dumb that sounds. Jesus Christ. You know what I mean? Like, could this be any more self-evident or am I crazy? Mm-hmm. No, I... Yeah, I, I agree. But, you know, people are so fucking convinced that they're right. They're so fucking convinced that they're on the right side of this. Because uh, it's a template. It's just simply like a Catholic, uh, like, call and repeat. That's all yeah. this has turned into. It's a it's a thing you slot in before. It's, it's, it's a known template that the news, that the news slots in. Like, have you noticed that with your local politicians, shit happens and there's this like little cabal of like five people or something that shows up with a a perfectly polished speech and a little press conference and a little, you know, a little pressing of hands and kissing of babies thing, like exactly like two or three days after the event. It's a seamless event. Yeah, it is. There's no, there's no, there's no. Ex- there's no um, there's no acknowledgement that this is its own separate tragedy. It's just a pit stop. This is evil working its way through our society. It's eating us up, right? It's what this shit is. Sorry, it's not. It's not. It's not a. Uh, it's not a mental health crisis. Okay. I mean, I guess you could call it that. You could claim that it is, but th- there is a moral dimension to this. There's a spiritual dimension to what's going on. This stuff is not. You can't break this down into politics and you can't break it down into, you know, social services. It's it's primal. This is like primal shit. You know? And people mm-hmm. are not comfortable with that level of like existence anymore. Cuz we don't have any fucking balls. You know? We we don't even have the balls to look at the pictures of what happened. How are you going to deal with what happened if you can't even look at a fucking picture? 
Here's another one. Maybe trigger warning is the better word. Everyone has different sensitivity levels. Fuck you. I'm sorry. These are people like like I like. Oh. <laughs> no, in general, I think that's that's the correct that's the correct tag. I never liked the concept of the trigger warning or you know whatever uh, for shit like this. Like like why? Who are who are you? Like you got to just be honest. Who are you trying to protect and for what? themselves you need to feel you need to feel a little bit more stable going about your life you need to feel normal and safe and secure like like your mental state it's actually a disservice and well not only that but your mental state is not safe anyway yes it's It's not not. like you didn't know that this happened you know it happened you just don't want to look at it. so it's a it's 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 perpetuating this kind of collective denial over this in which case, if you're talking about this, you've now reduced this to some meme, information meme that you're just simply parroting as well. You have not absorbed the importance of this thing that you are claiming you care about here. I don't want to participate in helping people be in denial over this shit either. You shouldn't feel normal about this. It's not about wanting to see a picture or not. It's about your ability to process reality at this point. Yeah, we're just trying to, yes, I think we're trying to avoid the the break in the reality that we're very comfortable with. We don't want to see pictures. We don't want to see images that that challenge that, that disrupt reality, it. Saying, well, yeah. you know, but do you? But do, but can any of us deny that this is happening with with ink and it's accelerating? We know it's happening. You just don't want to look at the picture. But it's like it's not, you're not protecting anything. It's not like you don't know that this is happening. It's like motherfucker, you know? you're trying to protect the. Tra- I'm traumatized. You should, we should be traumatized. I, that we're so we we you know this whole thing about like you might traumatize someone is like why do you think we have the freedom from not being ever traumatized? Okay, this is something that's happening out there in the world, our world. It's a fucking mall. You know, like what 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 right do you have to say like I don't want to be traumatized? I'm like it's not really up to you. You know what I mean? It's not really up to you. It wasn't up to them to get shot in the fucking face. You know, like, oh, yeah, hey, don't shoot me in the face. I'm going to get traumatized. No, it's not. The trauma is just like, in my opinion, it's just that just means that the thing that happened has affected me now, you know, and they just want to be like, no, I don't want to be affected by this. Like, but it. okay, but yet you don't want it to happen again. Like, like, why? Why? What are you preserving here? Why? You were you had plans to go to the mall. You know, you know, like what the fuck? Like, no, f- face. This happened to other people just like you who also went to the mall. Like, what are you preserving here? I don't get it. It seems like it seems like an insistence on denial. It's yeah. it's grotesque. Like this shit's someone happening, said, but you someone don't. Said, you I wrote. I recognize the father from the pile of corpses piled outside H and M. He was the one with his jaw blown off entirely. And someone said, wow, that's a very jarring first sentence. And I said, well, it's a jarring reality. I'm just describing what happened. That's literally, this is exactly what happens. I said, I, I recognize, I, someone posted the guy's picture. And, you know, from when he was alive. And I was like, oh, that looks just like the guy on top of that pile of bodies. You know, the one where, his, where the guy's lower part of his face was missing. It looks like him because of the glasses. I'm not I'm not trying to shock people. I'm just describing what happened in my head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just 
I just like looked at a picture. That's what the picture was. It was a pile of corpses outside of H&M. There was a guy who was missing half his face and he had a pair of glasses. And I think that's him. And they're like, oh, jarring first sentence. Sentence? <laughs> that was a jarring thing that happened to that, that guy. was a jarring thing. <laughs> yeah. My sentence is the most fucking <laughs> least jarring thing about all of it. This, I'm just yeah. telling you what yeah, happened. Yeah. 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 I don't know. Sorry, I. Mm. Now we're, we're anyway. Anyway, point being, uh, this has very deeply affected me. I think at some level, I'm cautious about this. Uh, you know, don't let this shit poison you without you being aware of it poisoning you. It is mm-hmm. poisoning you. You should be aware of this. There's no stopping it. You know, you don't get to decide. You just don't get to decide whether this stuff is affecting you or not. It is. If you walk through. A fucking toxic, uh, you know, a toxic event, a toxic airborne event. You don't get to decide whether you breathe in the the poison. You just do. It just happened to you. You know, you can't. You just you don't be just be like, you know what? I really don't think that I should have to be poisoned by this. Well, it's not up to you because it's in the air. It fucked you up, and that's what's going on. This is in the air and it's fucking people up. And you know, whether you want to close your eyes to it or open your eyes to it, or it is in the air. You're breathing it in. So the yeah, only nobody thing has a nobody has a responsibility is- to preserve your fragile sense of of uh, of of safety here. Yeah, that's the, that's have, the thing. And you defend it yourself if you want to. If you, that's absolutely your 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 goal in life to preserve your bubble, feel free to do so. No one else around you has the responsibility to help you do that at their own and, expense. No, and less. you're out, and you don't have agents. You don't have choices. It, it's yeah. it's as if you think you have a it, like if you're as you're walking through East Palestine with a giant vinyl chloride cloud in the air, like, you don't uh, get to I decide whether you're going to breathe that in or not. You just yeah. are. Yeah. It's just going in you. So you better just figure out what vinyl chloride does to a person when you breathe it in. And that's I think what's going on here. It's like we got to figure out what's going to happen to to us as a people. The more we, we've been exposed to literally hundreds of these shootings and it's only May 8th and I'm counting from January 1st and there were plenty last year too. Okay. So like this stuff goes somewhere. This is vinyl chloride in the atmosphere. It goes somewhere. And we're not accounting for where it's going. <laughs> we're not tracing the effects of this as it winds its way into our bodies. Mm-hmm. You know, and then we're just saying, like, uh, you know, it's that's what's going on is people are getting their souls poisoned by this stuff. And, you know, even if you think that you've, you're desensitized, you are not desensitized just because you can no longer smell the vinyl chloride doesn't mean it's going in, not going into your lungs and fucking your cells up. Yeah, that's fair. It's, it's fair to say it's affecting you somehow. You are not getting out of this unaffected Yeah, time to get real about that. You do have some choice, I think, in how you let it affect you. I don't think it's a. I don't think it's a goal to be unaffected by this. Let's get that out of the way. I. I don't think that's the. That's. I don't think that's a possible or or a desirable outcome. This should be affecting everyone in some way. Um. You just don't want it to. I, I think that's what you mean by poison, right? Just. Just let it affect you in a way that you. That is ultimately harmful to you and those yes, around it's you. It's deeply harmful. Th- mm-hmm. This is absolutely corrosive to your sense of well-being. To mm-hmm. watch these families get get and children 
just get demolished by bullets. Just explode. Their heads are exploding on the concrete, and I'm looking at it, and it's right outside a fat burger. That's not good. <laughs> That's not good to see. And whatever emotional and spiritual or whatever reactions are there going on based on that knowledge and that image, it's not good. Mm-hmm. Not good for you. Uh, you might as well sort of work work that through. Work it work it out. You know. But I think too much too much. We're just we're not changing behavior, and so I feel like we're just letting it poison. It's like like I think of it. It's like this giant toxic explosion happened outside in our neighborhoods. Right outside your fucking house, and and we're all aware of it, and we know it's bad, but we don't change our routes in the morning. We walk right through the fucking cloud. We don't. We don't. You know nothing. <laughs> you know, uh, we're not changing behavior, and so it's just we're just like continuing to expose ourselves to this stuff. You know, and I, I think that's why it's spinning out of control. I think that's why it's spreading mm-hmm. because. You, you know they're happening faster. I'm so I don't know the stats, but all I, I to, it just sounds like there's so many fucking many of them. I can't keep track. There's Michigan State. There's Uvalde. There's that St. Louis one. You know, and then you're just like, what am I missing? What am I missing? You're missing. I'm missing tons of them. Mm-hmm. So you know. Yeah, it was a, I saw I'm something. Tennessee, uh, so I'm missing the one in Tennessee again, the Nashville one. Yeah, there was a there was there's some something I I didn't verify or anything, but a woman a woman saying um was talking about she she knew someone who was in a shooting last week and that was like 20 shootings ago. <laughs> this is the frequency we're at now. Yeah, it's spreading. Them shits is spreading. It's not good. I, this is, I mean, fuck. If this doesn't affect you, I, I mean, you're, a, you're lying. B, like, like. Ah. It's time to start thinking that. about what's gonna, where, how this, like, where's this leading to? You know, mm-hmm. because like it really, see, like, honestly, it terrifies me. See, because I'm, 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 I do think I'm more, like, I, I tend not to turn away from this stuff as much. It is starting to terrify me that, like, we're going to lose control. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I just don't give a shit about all these politics anymore. It's like, look, go They're fight your good. fight or whatever. But, like, look, when we lose control of society, mm-hmm. like, when when the state's ability to, like, keep the order fully breaks down, which is where we're headed, this is going to, that's going to be a terrifying moment. Yep. Like you're not gonna know what to do. I don't care how much like prep prep podcast you listen to. No, <laughs> the answer is not to run into your bunker with your baked beans. It's gonna be it's gonna be a fucking chaos. And and every time I see this, th- I keep thinking like this is a sign. These are signs that the system is starting to buckle. It's mm-hmm. starting to break. And the other side is getting through. You know, this the fucking demon world is fucking climbing out of the little portal that they dug into our world somehow or some way okay mm-hmm. and look i'm look i'm not i'm talking in metaphors people i'm not being a religious nut okay i'm just saying this is some shit is like spreading and 
at so, like you got to think like will this just stop peter out will it just you know i don't think so i don't think it will i think it's going to spread like a fucking wildfire and it is spreading like a wildfire so where does it end and i think at some point we're going to get to a point where this just becomes so fucking real that we can no longer ask for a trigger warning and we're all just going to be terrified out out of our fucking minds and you know i think it's better to just sit and just let the horror seep in now before we get to that point but we're not doing it and so it's just going to keep spreading we're just going to keep playing golf while that fucking mountain burns down (laughs) and then the golf course is going to be on fire (laughs) and then we're going to be on fire so and then we're going to forget why we ever started playing this fucking game fuck me yeah it's just the truth i'm not trying to be a downer i just know that's that's exactly how it's gonna go yeah i just you know how else is it gonna go you know it's not slowing down it's not slowing down it's it's faster and faster I was just thinking about that kid, John Howe, the, the, the international student from China who got shot in the fucking spine at Michigan State. He's like paralyzed now. He was at the he was at the Sixers game. James Harden brought him there. Oh, he did. Yeah, yeah he's a good guy. James that's Harden. A, that's a decent move. Sweet man, but he the guy can't fucking walk. He can't move yeah. his below his chest because one day he was in the wrong cafeteria. He was at the wrong table at the cafeteria, mm-hmm. and someone blew his fucking spine apart with a gun. Eh. Who even remembers that there was a shooting at Michigan State? Jesus Christ. <laughs> that was a baby one. That was a minor one. Nobody. It's spreading. it's spreading. Yep. I'm sorry. These are not isolated incidents. This is a fucking... These are all part of the same phenomenon. Are they not? Am I wrong? I don't think so. I think these things are all connected. Not a coincidence. You know? And it, and it's not even just like one thing, you know. Someone today was like, "This guy was a va- he was a right wing thing," and and we went onto social media and he followed libs of TikTok. Who cares? The last one was an Asian American guy, an old guy. Yeah, I don't think he cared about libs of TikTok. In Tennessee, he was transgender. I don't think they followed libs of TikTok. Like, what? What does this matter? It's th- this is beyond people. Yeah, I, I mean, this is yeah that that game disgusts me. Honestly, I think if we were honest about it, we know why it. this is happening, which means we know how to stop it. We're just all collectively saying we're not going to do any of that. We are okay with the, with with this status quo. That's yeah. ultimately what we're all agreeing to right now. You know, in a normal society, in a human society, all of the people of that society would come out and they would occupy the space. And they would all just light it up with their presence and be like, just, it would be gone. They would stop doing what they just normally do and they just stand together and just take it back. Take back your, take back your space. Take back your community. Mm -hmm. Have the light of just like regular people come out and just stand outside and just take, but no, we're, you know, everyone just continues on like normal. And, you know, we're the most, docent and vulnerable people ever <laughs> we literally just don't like this shit is happening all around us and everyone just walking around like nothing's happening easiest fucking targets ever soft plump targets 
<laughs> and there's and there's just utter insanity all around us and we don't we just don't see it or care or think it's going to be us maybe now like statistically it's very low that this is going to happen to you but i think it's getting higher and higher that it's going to be happen somewhere near you and then that's going to hit home because it's going to feel more possible it's going to happen at your mall you know it's going to happen in your county And then it's going to feel I a lot mean, more real. Well, I mean, it so. happened. It happened literally like half a town over. That the Monterey Park shooting app is like yeah, yeah, exactly. Jesus Christ. Me. Yeah, I remember. Uh, yeah. Yeah, like I bought Christmas. I, I bought tea for a Christmas present for some people, and that was literally the shop across the street. Yeah. My mom's favorite restaurant um, that she likes for like quick lunches is like right next to it, basically. And, you know, life has moved on completely. You would not know. There is no, there is no memory of that happening. I mean, this is a, this is, there's no memory of that in the community. There's no memory of that at the, even, at even the location. Um, we've erased it completely. I just stopped by to get, you know, cash from the ATM and move on. I don't know something about that. I don't think I'm articulating it very well. Just something about that really depressed me. We are dealing with a fucking. We're dealing with something beyond our understanding, mm-hmm. and uh, you know when that happens, I think people got to stand together because that oh, shit yeah, yeah, that shit will devour people as one by one. That's all the fucking shooters are like loners, you know. They're, okay, fine. One's a right winger. One's the, the one's that one. No, but you know what's common among all of them? They're all loners. They got picked off easily. They get they, they they crawl into these hives. They get radicalized. Um, they do their shit. I don't even think they're getting radicalized. I think, I think they are. I I think their souls are dying. No, I th- I think they, that's. I what don't I, think they have. A I cause. think that's what leads them into those spaces. I think they are sold on this, but that's not what draws them in. So we know why there's more and more of them every single day. We know why. How many uh, concurrent I, crises do we have in this country at the moment? And we and the best we can do to look at the end result of these concurrent crises is say, oh, we have a mental health crisis. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm just saying that these these. The this this it's spreading through the people who are alone, you know, because they're the most vulnerable, and uh, they're all outcasts, you know. And the way that you're supposed to fucking deal with this stuff is just to like get everyone together, but that's not happening here. We're too busy for that shit. Yeah, you and know? and, and, and there's no timeout. There's no fucking timeout to deal with this. No one, no one's saying time out on society. Do. Shut it all down until we figure it out. And that's what we yeah. need to do. We need Rents to shut really America ex- down until we figure this out. We really do. The thing about the, the Monterey Park one, too, you know, an Asian American shooter with Asian Asian and Asian American victims here. I actually I, I don't really have a lot of patience for people who try to who try to beat the identitarian drum on this on this sort of thing too too uh too hard here. Like, oh, trying to, oh, they, oh, this is a right winger who liked, you know, I don't know, 
Alex Jones or whoever. Um, uh, like this tendency exists everywhere. I don't think it's, I don't think, I think it's a false, I think it's a red herring to look at, to try to look for, for particularly identitarian markers and also the lack of care, community care and memory. This is, this is a majority Asian community that decided to walk on to, right? So whatever pathology is going on, it's affecting everyone here. This, this transcends politics. Transpo- transcends it, it, politics it tra- and people who try to say, politics. oh this is this is you know white american capitalism at work here well uh maybe but i'm talking about being in a in a 70 to 80 percent majority asian community that insists on not remembering that this happened barely it's three crazy. months ago it's great and it's not for lack of visibility i mean we have like we all these things are on camera in mm-hmm. fucking hd you know it's not like we can't see it but we're in a state where literally a pile of bodies outside the H&M, the H&M, okay? Not a field in Ukraine, H&M, mm-hmm. pile of corpses with their faces blown off, children. And that won't stop us from missing a single fucking beat. Okay, this thing is just going to tear through us faster than covid did oh man. whatever this it's, is it got it, it gets dark i was i was browsing instagram um man you see it come hard on it uh, on a platform like that it's it's seeing you know like a content creator i like you know she she does skincare videos uh, i i like her a lot and i think she she's she is uh she's asian herself um, she was just posting about, you know, how, how much she was affected by the, uh, the Allen shootings, um, you know, does the obligatory, you know, post the pic, the, the, the sweet family portrait that's just like seared into my head, um, at this point. Um, what a beautiful you know, picture. Uh, what a, what a beautiful family. You can see how happy they were all were. That's, uh, fuck. Um, you know, and she does, you know, the obligatory, you know, contact your congressperson or something. And then, and then, uh, and then like without skipping, like literally the next story page is, so who wants me, who wants to see a video of this new sunscreen in action? That's literally it. And then she posts, you know, some reactions, like people who respond to her. And, and what's notable is how many people are yelling at her for bringing negativity into Instagram. Like I follow you for skincare videos. I don't, I don't want to see any of this dark shit. You know, why are you, why are you doing this and harshing, you know, harshing the vibe here? That's not what this is about. That's not what you're about. So, you know, you know, you need to apologize and get back to it. And then she's like, okay, okay, okay. That just ain't it. it. I don't know what to say to that other than that's not it. You know, like, I don't, that, that ain't helping that shit. So to see that tendency that, that need to maintain the delusion, to desperately hold together the fa- like we have no idea what the fuck we're dealing with Jess. no we don't we're in we have we're no in- idea what the fuck we're dealing with people are not ready for this like, they don't know they, they 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 won't they can't even look at it you, you don't know what this is this is this is crazy this is some of the craziest shit on planet earth right now the rest of the world is looking at this like what are you all dealing with we it's don't know insane. what this is yeah, I asked. There's, there's a, a demon out. in our fucking house. 
This is like paranormal activity. There's a demon in our fucking house. I'm telling you. Yeah, and we have and no idea what we're confronting. And everyone else is like, "Oh my god, these guys have all the nukes, literally all the nukes, and they have gone literally insane." Uh, it's like, yep, yeah, we have. You know, I want to, I want to shout out uh, Nate from from the Patreon, from the Patreon Discord. He's in Korea, uh, and he was kind enough to actually send me some some um, news reporting on the the Allen shooting in Korea. Um, I can put, I, I, I can send those to you if you want to put them in the show notes for anybody who's curious. A lot, a lot of it is written in Korean, so I don't know how helpful they will be. Um, but I looked through, I looked through some of it and it's kind of notable just how empathetic, the co- how much more like empathetic the coverage is than any, than even what we have here. Here, there's this kind of like clinical, uh, you, you get, you, you, you nail the certain shots, right? The exterior shots, some setup, some, some commentary by a, an, an anchor and then boom. And then it's done in like three minutes. Like for a thing that happened just barely a couple days ago in another country, like they actually put a lot of time and care into reporting on all the details. Like they even like spend a lot of detail, like where Alan is, what it, what is it? What, what does it mean that it happened here? Right. Um, and there's another there's another girl who died, right? She's an international student from India. Uh, I, she, actually, was a, she was a worker here. She was an engineer, worker. but yeah, yeah. Yeah, but from India. So mm, um Yes. I mean at this point this is this is bleeding over into the citizens of other countries now. This has turned international. I don't know I don't I I okay. can't predict anything. <laughs> I, I know it's just yeah. like like I like okay, it's, it's, but, uh, I don't it's know like if it's going to change anything. In paranormal activity, that you know, there's a demon in the house, and they're just like, "There's a demon in that house." They're like, "Yep, I don't live there." Yeah, I know. I'm not saying I'm not saying like I'm hopeful there's anything's going to change. It's just yeah. it's at least for me, it was uh, it it brought a little clarity to see how other people are talking about us. You know, I just think we should be really scared. <laughs> I just I, I well, think this is a this is terrifying, Jess. This is I, terrifying, and it's just spreading. I mean, dude, I'm I'm literally telling you, like, like I I'm just thinking about going to get some tea and then walking through Nordstrom, maybe seeing what the hell you know, see what's good at the food court. And the back of my head is saying, like, no, don't do it, Jess. Nope. Hot dog well, on a stick isn't that good. Those are the kinds of places where bodies pile up these days. And that is, and just you know, and that it, it, that whole like mental commentary is just normal in my head now. That's literally what's going through my head. And so it's it's not. It doesn't even like raise a flag. It's not a conscious thing anymore. It takes me a while to to catch myself and think that was a fucking insane thought I had, and I'm listening to it. Um, so you know, it's like, just acknowledging uh, just just how crazy that moment is has. Uh, if, if, is, look, if if Hieronymus Bosch lived right now, you know he would paint his his paintings of hell would be set in a Westfield Mall. <laughs> Bodies uh, piled up in the Westfield Mall. Okay. Yeah, you know, uh, there's a. Have you ever read Oryx and Crake? Hmm? By Margaret Atwood. No, I think. What is that? Um, oh, I know Margaret Atwood, but I don't. Yeah, think this works it's kind of it's kind of funny that uh, people people always point to like Handmaid's Tale as the as like oh like this is the dystopia of our time. No, I think that one is it actually is. Um, 
uh, just a, a particular, like the, the way the protagonist lives. Uh, I just keep thinking back to that image that she paints, um, which is like, there's a moment where um, they're she, like almost a completely digitized existence, kind of like what we have now. And it describes a scene where uh, the protagonist is watching state executions on one screen, uh, like porn on the other, um, eating a bucket of artificial fried chicken. And the, there's nothing, there's nothing weird about that. This is just what, ha this is just what you do. Like they just, they just air executions as con as entertainment basically. And of course there's porn because of course there would be. And this is the, uh, this is, this is the reality that this person is, is immersed in. This is normal. But I think, but here's the thing is that that's a commentary on our shortcomings, right? Mm -hmm. And our, and, and, and the absurdity of our modern life and stuff. But I'm saying like, no, it, it's it. This is maybe maybe that's what I don't know what caused this, but you know, look whether we live absurd lives where we, uh, you know, watch violence and gore and porn and eat fried chicken, or we don't, and we live healthy, vibrant, uh, you know, um, thoughtful lives, doesn't matter because this shit's happening anyway. You know what I mean? That's my point. Is like doesn't matter what we do <laughs> right it's out there like uh we're not wrecking i don't know i j well no i disagree with that uh, i think uh you know i we can't change anything that's true right we are responsive but it's to here it's, it's i'm yeah, just it saying is. the thing is fucking here now and yeah. we are looking at it and you know we could critique ourselves all we want and we could we could we could write cynical tomes about how you know our modern society brought this all about but the thing is it's still fucking happening bodies are still piling up and we 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 are not acknowledging that and i don't know if it's fried chicken or porn i i just know that we are not i i think vegetarians and, and vegans are also not coming to terms with this which is that uh we 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 i don't know i we need to really start seeing this as like some shit that's spreading and we got to stop the spread. Do you know what I mean? And I, I don't, I don't know if gun control is really even the, it's part of it. That would be nice to, so that we don't arm the demon, <laughs> mm -hmm. but it's getting around and you know, it's, we it's keep getting feeding around. The we keep feeding the demon what he actually uses to inflict harm. Like we're just stuck on that part, but we keep feeding it. That's the, we, that's we do we're feeding it we're giving we're it opportunities to spread. We're not we're not honest about that, but that's the part that 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 catches me. Like we're just mm. we're stuck on the part where we just want to minimize the harm reduction for uh, for absolute depraved evil running through us. Not you know we have a way to stop it. You know they said that that after COVID there probably was going to be another pandemic. I think this is it. This is it's the pandemic. Certainly harmful and, to one's health. Yeah. Okay. Maybe it doesn't come in the form of an RNA virus, but it's deadlier than a fucking RNA virus, and it's spreading. Mm -hmm. And you could look at the look at the physical results. Probably more horrific than a COVID death. So what's the difference? This is a pandemic, and 
nobody's we're not having any sort of reaction to this you know i mean for if it's a no virus we, no meaningful if it's a virus reaction. we all came together and did something i mean mm-hmm. we didn't have the greatest response but we took it seriously enough to i mean we stopped little... with the fucking pandemic we stopped we stopped the world <laughs> we literally shut it all down we shut america down we literally did that we also had no uh we also didn't have mass shootings that year yeah but but this look at what happens now this this thing's happening and no we're not even taking a day off <laughs> it's yeah. crazy it's so crazy to me you know because why because it's not in the form of a of a of an actual biological virus mm-hmm. it's so weird anyway i right, we're getting this is a long podcast this is Really great talk. We're we're down. Like I don't think I have, we have much more time left on on Zencaster. I think I've used up my my free trial. Oh dang! I don't. I mean, we can Any just last keep thoughts. It's it like this is this is kind of just like one of those things oh, where I there's not really that. a point point. Um, like so we just, just keep talking. Be like, what the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck, man? I what gotta get fuck? it out. Yeah. So <laughs> I don't know. We can we could have ended it here. We could have ended it like an hour ago, and it's still the same. Just what the fuck? Well, I, I mean, I feel I feel I feel like. These thoughts were in my head, but I feel less crazy to get them out and and you know try and explain like to myself even like why this doesn't feel right, you know? Because it's it's absolutely Cause like, insane. These are not isolated incidents, people. <laughs> this mm-hmm. is this is a fuck. This is it's 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 quickening. It's it's getting faster and faster and more frequent and more deadly. And the and the brutality of it, just the sheer utter evil of it, you know. I'm gonna go kill some kids. Oh, I'm gonna destroy families. I'm gonna shoot them in the face right in front of their kids, and I'm gonna shoot the kids. Do like do, do we understand this? What that is? And it's not it's not isolated. It's happening again. It's gonna happen again. We know it's gonna happen again. I guarantee it's going to happen again. It's going to happen again within a week. Fuck, man. Is it not? <laughs> we I, would be so <laughs> lucky if it didn't happen again in the next seven days. And that's a week. That's the upsetting. That's another upsetting part of the reporting. They always do, they always pull up like stats, like it's some kind of basketball thing, some kind of sports thing. They're like, oh, deadliest shooting since two months ago. Oh man, it's so crazy. Like, <laughs> anyway, prepare your butts because it's coming. Jesus. Um, all right. <laughs> I mean, just the yeah, just the thought alone that it's it it probably will happen again. Of course. I don't know if that doesn't of jolt course. a person's consciousness. I, it should. It needs to. Any any statistical method will tell you it's going to happen again. Mm-hmm. So. Anyway, all right. Uh, sorry, sorry, listeners, for not making this uh, a more upbeat episode. But I don't um, know. I have no earthly clue how to turn the, the, how to spin that into anything upbeat. It's just, a, it's just, it's, this is a terrible time. It needs to be acknowledged as a terrible time. Maybe the instinct to try to smooth it or soften it or sanitize it mm. is the wrong impulse here. This needs uh, to be treated honestly. Just as we talk, someone just DM'd me. Mm. They know that mother. No. Yep, you know that mother. See? Oh no! Oh, it gets closer and closer and closer. All right. Uh, Fuck's sake. 
Uh, this was the this was <laughs> this was your escape from planning for this week. We'll see you, see you next week. Uh, take care of yourselves, everyone. Truly, Good. truly. Good talking, Jess. Okay, bye. <laughs>